Havertz in a pocket of space. Edison came and didn't get there. Chance for Chelsea. Goal for Chelsea. As possibly bleak as this. Good evening, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Reaction Blues podcast. I'm your host, Ope. Today, I'm joined by Bassi Rubes, and we've got a special guest in Jermaine. Jermaine, what are you saying? You good? Yeah, bro. All good. I can't complain, man. Yeah, Chelsea, you're good despite Chelsea being doing a stupidity. Bro, you know me compared to a lot of other fans, yeah. You're like me. I don't know, like I don't know how I don't know how old like you man are, but I'm I'm used to to I'm I'm familiar with Chelsea before Roman, innit? So Okay. This kind of stuff now is it's so immune different. to it, yeah. Nah, it's different. I wouldn't say I'm immune to it because uh, we've been winners for, for a long time, like recently. Do you know what I mean? In terms of like under Roman Abramovich and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm 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 calm. I'm I'm relaxed. Yeah. Before we get into that, like guys, how's your weekend? Because I don't. Want, it was. It's not all doom and gloom. How how you how you guys been? Bassy Rubes, how you been, Ben? Are you asking me personally or Chelsea wise? No, personally. Like, have you seen Black Panther two yet? Not yet. I'm winning tomorrow actually. What about you? But, Ah, I ain't seen that yet. Nah, the yeah, first one, week. the first one in my oh. opinion, I think it's better than the first one in my opinion. What is it? Yeah, what? but mixed reviews, like people saying it was too emotional and whatnot. But I liked it. But yeah, apart from that, football wise, even just you know, Benfica, like, Real Madrid, the other teams, they're doing well, yeah. Real Madrid didn't play this weekend. They played on Tuesday. No, they played on Thursday. They're doing alright. But Barca below above us now, it? But in Benfica, yeah, Benfica were doing good. Like, Omar, if you're listening, so nasty, fam. That's an us. Omar, if you're listening, listen. You ain't getting no league this year, innit? Benfica there, but other than that, we're gonna talk about Chelsea. Like I'm hurt, but then again, I know it's like it's a process. So not even people are gonna tell me how do you trust this process? Like look at this, like yo, like we weren't good anyways. Like we weren't good. So throughout this entire year, we've had like a poor run at home too. So I don't know why people are pretending like everything's new. Like it was coming. But yeah, let's get straight into it. So Chelsea played last week Saturday. Uh, obvious loss, one loss to Newcastle. That leaves us, I believe, eighth. Jay, seeing as your guest, what were your thoughts on the lineup when you first saw it? Because I think on Chelsea Twitter, there's a lot of like anger with the front three. But what were your thoughts on the lineup? Um, pers- personally, for me, I I just feel like I I, I haven't been too too mad at like him chopping and changing and, and going through all the players and stuff like that because I just feel like at the moment I feel like at the moment so I feel like at the moment um, he's kind of going through the motions with a lot of the team selections he's going through the motions with the formations and, and how to try and get them to like change formation in game so I think he's trying a lot of different things so when I see different team selections and I see him chopping and changing and I haven't even spoken about the World Cup like which is in seven days which is like or six days which is just ridiculous to me like it's just it's just bonkers like I, I can't even believe like I'm I, I'm driving outside this morning like dropping off my little girl to school it's all foggy and that and I'm thinking right like there's a World Cup in like bro, seven days bro, so it's a saving grace man because 
it stops us having to watch Chelsea for six weeks. Like, I know, I hear I it. I was annoyed initially, but I need this break. Like, my I mental health it. can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, no, I hear it. But, but in general, in general, like I am, like I'm, I'm a little bit more understanding than mm. than maybe some other that that, and rightfully so. Like I know they're they're a bit frustrated at the moment, but like I just think all these things that Potter Potter's doing at the moment, he would have been doing in pre-season do you know what I mean like like how many games we, I think we had like a mini tournament and then three four other games in pre-season yeah do you know what I mean so it's like that's like six seven games where you get to to really do things where they when they don't matter and and the reason why people are going to have their, their they're going to be angry in that and and you know have their kind of emotional reactions to the to the to the selections is because every time he does it he does it in a game that matters massively whether it be Champions League or League or Carabao Cup for example so, yeah. Bassi, what about you? Like, how did you feel? Like, the first half, I know you said you didn't watch the whole of the game, but from the bits you watched, what like what things stood out to you as not being particularly good from Potter's side? Um, the front three. Yeah, that's that was my biggest gripe. Uh, the rest of the team, like, you, you can't complain about that. Like, we've seen Loftus-Cheek at wing-back before. SP, Trev, and whoever else was in defence. Um and Lewis Hall like he, yeah and Lewis Hall played well in midweek, so like cool giving his run in it, but that front three is criminal and I don't know what he's thinking trying that. Nonsense. I don't know what he's trying to cook with that nonsense, fam. Bro, what was he cooking? He wasn't no, cooking shit. No bro. food, just poison. Bro, that. Was so, <laughs> the thing is, that front oh, three was so bland, but a bit of seasoning with Brozier. Like, no, 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 no. Stop this. Stop this. But Brozier had a bit like, nah, that guy, yeah. Listen, he's not He's not cut out for it. At this moment in time, he's not cut out for it. It's, what makes you say that, bro? He's only played three, four games. Like, All right, oh. cool. But in the cameos, apart from like his first substitute appearance, or the what was the game where he scored I, in? Where I he think did... he had a couple. No, nah, he had a couple. So I think he came he had in a against couple. Everton. We had Southampton, Everton. The, no, um, there was a game he scored in off the bench. Yeah, Wolves, Wolves, Wolves. Yeah, Wolves. Like that was the only one where I was like, okay, this guy's got something. No and then you know he he ran his yards and he you know like he looked a bit dangerous. <laughs> a bit of trouble, yeah. He caused a bit of trouble. He's got that dog in him. But... Yeah, but like if. In my opinion, he doesn't seem to lead the line well enough. Obviously, it's, it's early days, isn't it? But he had a season at Southampton to try and, you know, like buff out a few things in it. It still hasn't happened. And he just, he still seems too rash and rough. Too raw for that. Yeah, yeah, like he just seems mad raw. And in a game of that magnitude, cool, you had to rotate and whatnot. And, but still, like a lineup like that. When Newcastle, as good as they are, you know they they're starting with Dan Burn at left back. Like, at least get someone to to go at. Like Dan Burn is like six foot eight or something dumb like that, and so he's not fast. So at least put someone up against him. But you've gone with what you basically played five four one from from the get go, or something dumb like that. Like it it just doesn't make any sense to uh, yeah. To I think. Start I think... I think with with Brozier going up top, I, like I'm not mad at him getting the opportunity. But I do think he's, a, I think he is a talent. I think with yeah. Brozier, he looks like one of them players where he does need momentum as well. Like he can't just come in off the bench and 
like being like missing for two games and then you bring him back in. He, he doesn't look like that kind of player where he can he can kind of just have an impact like that. I feel like that like I feel like him he needs for obviously the confidence from the manager first and foremost, but then he needs like consistency in terms of to kind of get because he is such a raw player. He needs to play games consistently, and that's why at Southampton obviously it worked out for him a lot because obviously where the different level is is there in terms of obviously Southampton are just kind of trying to get by, trying to make sure they finish in a decent position. They can afford to obviously play someone like Broja game like week in, week out. Um and even if he doesn't score, like he, he like what he does is probably seen as an as enough. But at Chelsea it's gonna obviously be different. He needs to again, if he's if he's gonna start he needs to score. Yeah, Karen, I'll 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 finish. Yeah, like if he, if he's if he's gonna if he's gonna start, obviously a lot of the fan base and, and obviously even the manager himself, they they're gonna be looking at him to try and get goals. The only thing I say about that is where it's a bit unfair is that you, you put Gallagher and Mount behind him Rough. and and Gallagher and Mount that their game and probably their instructions for that game were to probably just match Newcastle in terms of energy and match them in terms of, you know, what they were doing to us basically, not giving us time on the ball, not allowing us to breathe. Like that's what they were meant to do back to them. Do you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. and and basically we didn't even get that from them. And that's why it was so disappointing to watch because I, I'm not mad if you if you play those two and you have a certain instruction for them. Yeah. But the thing is, if they don't even carry out what they're good at, because we all can agree, like if you if you ask those two to press and and work hard and and try and not give um, players time on the ball, they 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 can do that. But the thing is, they didn't even do that. <laughs> they they didn't even give us that. Like yeah. like the press was all over the place. They didn't they didn't really feed Broja. They didn't really support Broja when the ball went up to him. I just felt like they were just feed. That's the problem with any striker. I don't care if it's Broja, if it's Prime R9, Ronaldo, that, yeah. whoever. No one's feeding no one at this club, innit? So mm. we can we can Everyone wants to be fed. We can criticize um what's his name? Uh Broja, whoever, or Bamian getting got goals or this or that. But yeah. and truly our only creative outlet <clears> in the entire club. Who's actually consistent is Reese James. Reese James, yeah. And he's injured, so at the end of the day. You see, you see, Jay, how you're talking about how um yeah, he put he plugged those like Mart and Gallagher in to do a certain job. Like I feel like sometimes like firstly, I feel like he's shown his hand in terms of the players that he actually wants. So the fact that, you know, Ziech isn't injured, but you know, he doesn't get he doesn't anything. Get a, yeah, yeah. Or Pulisic, you know, it's like he doesn't get a start either. He's kind. Of, he showed his hand and said, you know, these are the players that I'm consistently starting are the players that are gonna remain here, and in the summer, the ones that aren't playing are gonna go, which oh, is yeah. good. And I'm glad that he's sorted that out early doors. But at the same time, like you're kind of showing a bit of naivety when it comes to kind of games like that uh, you know at Brighton you can get away with saying okay I'm going to play these two type of players here just yeah. because I'll just I just want high energy and mm. I want to stop Newcastle from doing what they do best whatever that is but you can't you can't do that here I'm sorry this isn't this isn't the time for experiments this isn't the time from preventing to prevent someone from playing their game like Unless you're Man City or even Liverpool to an extent, you shouldn't be trying to you shouldn't be trying to adjust 
certain things to to nullify when you should be going in with the intent to win the game. I hear hear you, yeah. And And be on the front foot to get it. Mm. I agree with that. Okay, was you going to say something? Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, I agree with Bassi in the sense that since Potter's been here, like, I get the flexibility. I get he's chopping and changing. And I like he's trying to be in like ingenuitive. But my thing is, since he's been there, I don't feel, I think like maybe two games, he's set out Chelsea to impose their style into another opposition. Now I mm. get that it's early days. I get it. So I get it'll, that there'll be time to bend in his philosophy. But I'm not trying to cross and compare. But like you see with Tuchel when he first came in, the mm. first thing Chelsea were, they were dominating, they were imposing their, their style of play onto, onto the opposition. Like, with Potter, I just don't see it. And what's pissed me off the most is how passive we are. Like, against Newcastle, do you see how far deep we're sitting? I don't want to give too many excuses, in it, But look at the players that took at the disposal, no. even though we're not even a great. Yeah, even I, though I, we weren't I, even great. I get I get that we we look, we look are worse, I think, on paper and on the yeah. pitch. But like we no, are we're worse overall. Like, we're, we're even worse. like I said, even in the beginning of the pod, like, this season, even, we started under Tuchel, like, we were shocking. I know, I know, I agree. I yeah, agree. we we are worse in it. We are worse, but at least come in like we're not used to trying to set up different ways against teams that we believe that we should be beating. Yeah, and do you know what it is, Bassi? Though, do you know what it on. is? Yeah, cast your mind back to 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 the season before. Yeah, when Tuchel had like he'd been here for like six months. Yeah. Yeah, we played. We played Newcastle, bro, and we struggled, and they didn't, and they and they weren't even as good as they are now. Oh, you mean they, the they game you went to? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. We cast your mind back to St James's Park, yeah. And this is what I need a lot of fans to do because this is what I I'm getting a little bit annoyed with when they're talking about last season. Yeah, it makes about no sense. What they're talking about all these games? Yeah, let's go game for game. Yeah, we'll go game for game, bro. We 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 went to St James's Park last season. The kid Reese James saved us, bro. He bailed us out. He taught, yeah. he scored two screamers. Apart from that, the game was apart from that, the game was like, I'd say, pretty much even, really. I don't remember like us being dominant over Newcastle. I think we were, but I know the game we're talking about. I think we were, but like we were just weren't creating. But I think for me at least there was like you knew you knew Newcastle weren't gonna counter and score against us. Do you get it? Like we were but, the they, but they nearly but they nearly did yeah. though. Like several times they did, but the, but we got lucky. We just the thing is we got lucky, bro. Like James James literally produced a a, a moment of quality that nobody else can produce. And against 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 Newcastle, um, yesterday it was nil nil for most of the game. You could easily say that James could have done the same thing for Potter. Mm. It's like it could have been it could have easily been the same story. Easy. To be fair, I said I said <laughs> last, last week's episode that um I don't I didn't think we would we were gonna get a result. Because I felt like the last, no, the last, the last sense. few times, the last few times we've been St James's Park, like I don't we think we well played there. well. We did well there. So it's and one even of them. In the home, even in the home fixture, when Kai scored that last minute, that proper last oh, minute goal from that ball from Jorginho, yeah, yeah. That we, even in that game, I remember watching it, thinking, hella like, this could, this... Now, like, relax, man, like yo, hella clapping. <laughs> Listen, you know that's my guy. No, sure, but guys, he's been paused. All... No, let let Jay land. Yeah. Let Jay land. Let Jay but land. All I, all I say is, don't that. Like, that's just two games. I'm I'm yeah. using as an example. But then, Arsenal last season, two called been here for like so long, and and people talk about, oh, you know, there's no new manager bounce or there's no like we're not seeing no early signs. You know, for me, yeah, 
I feel like new manager bounce here. Yeah? It's like one of the biggest kind of like myth. It, 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 it's a it's a big like it's a big um. It fools you a lot in it as a fan because what you do is you 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 get gassed over the new manager bounce, yeah. And then a year later, you're still playing the same or you're playing worse, and yeah, the, the manager football, goes yeah. anyway. So so like, what does this whole new manager bounce even? It don't mean anything, bro. Like, I'd rather Potter start out how he is now and actually progress and see gradual progression to so that I know things are actually improving rather than it, rather than it just be, oh, they're motivated because they've got a new manager. And when, yeah. as soon as the motivation disappears, they just go back to what they are. Yeah, they so really and truly, the manager didn't really do anything. What did the manager yeah, do? Yeah, that's literally, that's literally what happened to us under two four. Like, we're not saying bounce, but we started well. And then we, we started the issues. We regressed. Yeah. We regressed. I last, think last, he, he last took them season, to their peak. Regressed. Yeah, I think he took them. He took that set of players to their to their peak, and then you know when things started to become a bit disjointed, then you really saw the the level of players that we we genuinely had. Yeah, and the only things... thing we done wrong, we should have gave him. Obviously, when he when he signed all the guys that he signed, that's the only thing we've done wrong here as a club is that we've allowed him to do all of that, and then we've got rid of him to, to like before he's even, you know. Like implemented. Yeah. Going, yeah, yeah, exactly. But then but then people will say as well that <laughs> yo, like we watched Tuchel half of the season last season and he was awful. I don't Bardem, think, Bardem, Bardem I don't think we would have been in a way better position than we are now, I'll be so wrong with you. No, no, no. The players have. that we really needed, we needed um creativity Kante, and we needed we needed creativity. We needed like Kante and, and them not fit because whenever Kante is not fit, even though people try to say that no, he needs to go, but whenever he's not fit, we struggle. Let's not lie now. Uh, but so, he does, though. He does, though. He does, though. He does, though. Keep it on the low. Hey, for the I'm injury like, team, yeah. Listen, I keep counting yeah. on 40 games last season. And he was Anywho, Cover's walking on one knee. Cover's walking on one knee. That, that's what I want to say. And not fit either. So, so yeah, but you're telling me... These players under Tuchel, we're struggling. Yeah, but you're telling me... It's a whole lot of ifs and buts. Like, we need to... We should have been at the level where... We were at a plug in and play type of level, like Man City mm. were, or Man City are, or were, if you want to say. We don't recruit well, and that's yeah, that's 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 a fault of that. And um, like back to how uh, the the like the new manager bounce, not uh, whatever. <laughs> like, cool, he started shaky, but yeah, it's his first job at a very very high level under high pressure where. Results do matter week to week, and um, yeah, he's learning on the job in it. So, this is his naivety, and his experiments are going to come within in it. But it's it's all in good faith, in my opinion. Like he's trying to learn the more about his players and what he can and can't do, and mm-hmm. you know to what extent he could push his flexibility tactically. I was going to ask you guys, like this is a question to all of you, like. Under Tuchel, for instance, a lot of people said he was stubborn because he used, never used to change formation. Like, it was basically 3-4-3 three, three, all throughout. But, like, does the manager, like, we see with Potter, like, against Newcastle, we played, like, I think 3-4-3. Three, three, we played, like, 4-2-3-1. No, we played with 4-3-3. Three, three. When a manager keeps chopping and changing, in like, in-game, out-game, between games, does that give you the sign that they know what they're doing themselves? Do you get it? Do you get what I'm trying to come across the same? Wait, chopping and changing what? Players but, or players? Formation and players. Because I, both sides. Level, I don't think none there's a certain up. level of stable sorry there's a certain level of st- st- stability with Tuchel where like you knew what we were going to do you knew it was free for free 
wing backs, etc. Like you knew like, at least seven of the starting out. But with, with Potter, I'm not trying to criticize him, but I'm just trying to make fans aware like being all flexible and changing, constantly changing throughout isn't necessarily a good thing. Do you get it? The thing is though, we can't have any like the way you just said with Tuchel, we knew seven starters at least. Mm. With now we can't because half of our squad's injured. So it's gotta be either chopping is... and changing. And plus like, we've had like games every like three days. We didn't have that until Tuchel, like we had a normal season. No, but we've, we've had that under him before. And also, my, my main thing is the formation thing. Because how the formations have been changing. I think when he gets settled, he'll settle with one. Like, hopefully. I'm not saying I, I know him. I don't know. What do you think, Jay? For me, I think there's, there's a way he's got to play this. Because mm. he needs to keep the group motivated, yeah? He needs to keep the group on the side. He needs to keep the group um, in the mindset of, like, that they're all involved. Because the circumstances this season are very, very different because of the World Cup. Not only that, we already had issues with rotation because of the injuries. So, like, Kovacic, for example, has been rotated because of his knee issue. We've rotated midfielders, left, right and centre, because we don't really know who to play in there because the two best midfielders that we actually have are Kovacic and Kante, who are both injured. (laughs) So, like, and then you move on from that there's certain games where you wouldn't play Jorginho, but yet we don't have any midfielders, so we have to play Jorginho. <laughs> like, like, like the, the 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 dilemma that he has is so mental, mm. in in terms of in the middle of the park alone. Let alone the fact that you lose someone like he hasn't played a game with Kante yet. Like, thing is, Man haven't played a game with Kante till maybe February, March. Exactly, and then and then on top of that, you go you go to the centre backs, and I think what what a lot of people might not value as much. Um, or might value it more now, now that they're not seeing them here anymore. Whether you rated Christensen and Rudiger or not, they had this kind of relationship and togetherness at the club during that time under Tuchel. So that alone brings you stability Stability. at the club. Because if you look at, like, say, for example, Newcastle and their centre-backs, they looked way more together than ours because they have built that. Because remember, Eddie Howe, he done a lot of this in January. Yeah. So so he's had half a season with that Newcastle team, whereas Potter's come in after five games in yeah. the league. So like he hasn't even had a preseason. He hasn't got any of his players. He's 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 taken on a squad who their best players are pretty much injury prone. Like <laughs> I'm not even. It's not even an. Like, it's a mess. It's just it's a mess. Like, yeah. So so when you're talking about these teams and and um, like why he's chopping and changing or changing formations or why it doesn't look as good. It's, it's simply because of three factors for me. You've got the injuries, you've got the rotation because of the World Cup. Yeah. And then you've also got the fact that we just generally lack quality. Yes, that's, that's a big thing. You understand? And, and when you mix and, all and three that... of them together, when you, when you mix all three of them together, you throw them in a pot and you mix that up, bro, that is a recipe shit, for disaster, bro. And the, the thing is, oh. the thing is about the the lacking quality. Whereas, you know, some some might say we've stood still or probably gone backwards. Mm. Everyone else has taken a couple steps forward. Yeah, when more than a couple. So yeah, like, for like Arsenal have taken maybe three three steps forward. <laughs> couple like Man City have maintained their level, maybe even got better in front of goal. Um, Tottenham. The only ones that Tottenham, I, I Tottenham feel like Tottenham, Tottenham have remained the same level. The only but ones the that probably regressed is like Liverpool, and that's because of their injuries, though. Again, and yeah. 
Yeah, but and Liverpool even them, still, catch Liverpool us, so. still possess quality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so that's what I was going to say about like, Spurs and Liverpool, Basti. I was about to say, like, with Liverpool and Spurs, you know for a fact, bro, like Spurs, for example, they could play shit as they, as they want. Bro, but so ain't, no stopping, ain't yeah. no stopping that front line, bro. That, that's Especially like that's like Man City. Everyone talks about Man City's winger situation, but they have a new nuclear weapon up front, and mm-hmm. that nuclear weapon mixed with De Bruyne is it will kill everybody. <laughs> it will enough. kill yeah. everyone. <laughs> so it's enough to keep them at the top or yeah. near enough to top of the league. Even look at United, they've got a bit more structure about them. And but... yeah, listen, like United, look at look at how Ten Hag started. Mm. Yeah. And this is why there's a bit of hope for Potter because I feel like he actually is a good coach. Yeah, and I think Ten he Hag, is. Ten Hag showed like he he started a certain way, and then realized okay, like this 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 shit is is not gonna work. We need to just go back to a bit of basics and yeah, basics. There you go. Then they started to learn a bit more of how Ten Hag wanted to play and whatnot. And the only thing that is different for them is that. They've remained the same throughout in terms of formation and structure. Um, they started the season with, you know, McTom and Fred, and then they've put in a player that's 10 times McTom's ability level in Casemiro. So their midfield got better. Then, you know, Bruno's been given a, a slightly new role. They brought in a mm. right winger who is better than um, Sancho or whatever. Then, you know, he's given Dallo new life, whatnot. So, these are things to kind of look forward to, but at the same time, our personnel is is a serious cock block because as for Laqueta, continuously gets rinsed. You saw him get rinsed at the weekend. You'll continue to see him get rinsed. Like it's 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 actually bad. And then yeah. like Curly Bally, I'm 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 so unsure. I'm yeah, so let's speak about him because I'm hearing mixed because the thing is, yeah, before that mistake. I saw him make a couple good defensive actions, but because of that mistake, but that's yeah. what you get with him. That's what you get. Yeah, with him. but the like, things people him, need to remember against Tottenham. Look at his yeah. debut against Tottenham, and then look at him against Leeds. Like what the, the variance is crazy. Fuck? But the things people need to remember: same thing. Like the one that we ended up worshiping, the Rudiger, Rudiger. Damn Rudiger came from the Serie A too. And he came shaky. He was shaky for at least two years. Even at sorry season, people try to say that he was good. All right, it was good, but he was also it was shaky. very good point. Yeah, so, very good point. He was, bro. Yeah, you don't rate really good. Really really <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Really 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 yeah, the thing is, it's just like, the fact that people need to adapt in it, no matter what. Yeah, you something come from. something happened. Like it was just that switch to a back three, and then all of a sudden, new lease of life. Like he, it was like he could do the things that he kind of enjoyed, which was getting on the ball. And moving forward and trying them there. But even towards the end of uh, Lampard's tenure, like Rudiger came back in. Rudiger came back into the squad. And he had a couple games, yeah. Yeah, he was actually looking somewhat like solid again. So players players overall, yeah, don't matter how good you are, you got you gotta adapt, innit? Like yeah, the pace is faster. Like people try to say that oh no matter what it's only a myth. Uh, Kulibali himself said it. It's the, the type of mistake, though. That's the thing. It's, it's the out. type of mistake. It's, like it's like what people say with Jorginho, where like, they'll have a good game, but the type of mistake they make is so loud that it's people... Damning. It is very damning. It's, I think right. Kulabali has... Um, Kulabali... So, like, with Rudiger, yeah, in, in his best period for us, I think one of the, the things that he, were, that he was, like, really good at, obviously, foot races, 
like out wide and that he wasn't afraid to go out there and, and you know take like let you try and beat him down the line or whatever it was a myth he knew already that he was quicker than me I think already there I think that's where him and Koulibaly are already very different I think Koulibaly he is comfortable going out wide but he's like He's not as quick. He's too apt. He's not as quick. If yeah. if if he if you if you beat him, if you get the yard on him and you beat him and you're in front of him, I think we've seen it loads of times because he makes a lot of rash challenges once that happens. So like what he I think his biggest issue at the moment is he's he was a, he's a very front footed defender. He likes mm-hmm. to anticipate and and kill it before it can even start. The problem is in the Premier League, whatever he was doing in Syria. Is happening twice as fast in the league, in the Premier League. So, like players like Aronson, who he's probably never even seen before, heard before. Like, like when he first bucked him, <laughs> when he first bucked him, <laughs> yeah, when he, when he first bucked him, yeah, he was probably like, "Why is this guy moving like this, bro? Like, he's moving so mad." And then you, you compare it to like probably how the players are moving in Serie A, and they're probably taking their time. They're not turning as quickly. They're not going at you as confidently because. You know, like it's just a different kind of league, and I think with um, Kulabali at the moment, he even said himself, and and uh, you're you're right about saying Kulabali's mentioned in an interview that he said it would take him a few months to get used to this league. He said you wouldn't see the best of him. He's he said it himself. You won't see the best of me in the first few weeks. Do you understand? Because and he's had injuries as well, so he's been in and out as well, which makes it even worse. So I think. With Koulibaly, it, it could, and fans will go mad at this, but it could be a thing where you only see the best of him next season. And, and it sounds mad, but, you know, because obviously experienced players, you don't want it to be a thing where you come in and it takes a whole yeah. season for you to adapt. But I don't think it's just about the player. I think it's just about the league, bro. Like, the league is just so bonkers. Like, now, even back in the day, yeah, like, let's just say, like, maybe even five years ago, yeah, I don't even think teams were this strong. I look at yeah, teams absolutely. now. I look at teams well. now, and it's just they, they, every single one of them has got a player. And like it, going back to like what we were saying about us and up front, and right, like sometimes how we look toothless and that, and and we don't really look like we're we're trying to impose our style on anyone or, or anything. It's because when we get the ball, compared to a lot of other teams, you look at United with even a youngster like Ganacho that comes on, or Anthony when he gets the ball, yeah. They've got a couple of players, even Martial, who hasn't even played that much. But when he gets the ball, he turns, he goes at you, he can make something happen. With Chelsea at the moment, we have a lot of players who can receive it to feet. They might have a decent little touch, a decent little turn. But really and truly after that, they haven't really got much else. That's right. And that's that's the biggest issue we have at the moment with a lot of these like players that we've bought. I think they want it, they want it made That's forward. where Leo needs to come. People try to tell me no. no, no that's why Kunko needs to come. That's why I try to dance around it. Like these players are needed. Yeah, that's why. That's why I agree because it's like that's why I was so pissed off with the front three because I was just like, there's no dribbler, there's no one that can take a man out with his pace or with, like trickery like Hazard used to, or no one that can attract like three man towards them. Like the, the as, first time Newcastle it's sad needed to make because Sterling started well. Mm. Yeah, the first time Newcastle had to make a cynical foul was when was when Pulisic when he received that's what it in about the same as soon and as he came on, yeah. So like, and that's damning because like Pulisic is not even that good. You understand? Like, <laughs> he's not good at all. Good. Like he's just got he's decent, got decent ability in terms of like what you see like sometimes from him. It's decent ability. I'm not gonna lie. Like some of the ways he he goes past men sometimes. I'm impressed by it. But then at the same time, you know, if it was just all about that, there's a lot of men that would be ballers. You understand? It's it's not. It's you know when you go past someone, you get your head up, make the pass. 
you know, like all that kind of stuff. And he, and he lacks in those areas. But yeah. players like Kulabali that have come in now, players like um, Kukurela, I think, is is another issue because he's been in the league. So I don't really know what's going on with him at the moment. Uh, like, Jay, have you ever heard someone lose 5kg from tonsillitis before? That's bonkers, yeah. That's uh, I ain't never heard mad. that shit before in my life. And the thing is, though, like, he actually I'm started mad. the first three games, okay? Like, Spurs, he was good. Everton, when he came on, was all right. And against Leeds, he was like, the only one to somewhat hold his own. But since he needs, then... He needs to learn how to deliver a ball, though. I'll be real. Bro, both that left-hand side, neither of the... Lewis Hall delivers the ball better than both Fam, It's crazy because Kukure actually started, like, with good delivery. He was even our corner yeah. taker. So, I don't know what's going on. I think, you know what? His strength, though, is definitely passing through the lines, though. That's right. Like, he's, he's, he's yeah. really, really good at it. Like, the problem, the only problem is... It would be it would just be helpful if when the guy when he, like the guys that he's passing to actually have like a little bit about them to turn and and kind of do something because again like there's no point breaking the ball goes there. Bro, no, bro, bro, Gallagher's, they'll they'll pass through the line and the ball will come back to you. It's like yeah, what was, was the Gallagher's Gallagher's got phobia to football. I'm telling you now. I yeah, it's, it's mad. Like, these guys, they these guys at the back here, like um. Kulabali as well, even when he plays, I don't know if you've clocked, but he's always looking for like a forward pass all yep. the time, looking for a forward pass. Like Jorginho, even people that get onto Jorginho, like saying that he don't pass forward, bro. That guy, yeah, looking for forward passes all the time, bro. But these man, nah, this year has been progressive. Jorginho, yeah, that's yeah. one thing I'll say. Yeah, I think they'll look for it, but there's no one making, you know, a move to kind of open up the space. It's all kind of static, as it's so they, static. It's so and that's static, why I get bro. pissed off when people try and blame them. It feels like, yeah, they can be an issue with like the number of progressive passes, but I look at us, even in transition, some of the runs these lot are making is is diabolical, absolutely diabolical. And like, how- the the thought of the thought of some of these guys having to make decisions for themselves mm-hmm. is is like why? If we like, I don't obviously the game is different when you're on the ball, but like, come on now, come on now. You can't keep making the same mistake all the all the time. Like it's it's actually. Because we'll yeah, he did not clock game. even with like Lewis Hall, yeah, yeah, like, when he was playing in both the City game and and against Newcastle, things that like a lot of these players have been struggling to do. This guy's doing it, bro, and he's just coming to the team. Like he was right. getting the ball. He was he was being direct. Yeah. He was going past players. Like even he's coming City out of play, like, like dribbling, not even. Like, just he was the... really trying to like impose himself on the game. Really trying to make an impact on the game. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, if this kid has come in, like, no hype around him like that, no nothing, he's just coming to the team. We damn bad. <laughs> we <laughs> damn bad. <laughs> That's a pod name. It, just, but no, but it, it, go, it goes to show that he, he, his, his desire to actually want to shine is greater than those around him. Like, how is a man <laughs> just coming in and being able to, like, Listen. you look at him and the two games he's played is like, on average, he was your best player. So, what was the point of the rest I of I was it? even okay about this topic here before that. I was thinking, you know what? Like, it's a process in it, but it just makes me so annoyed yeah, at the fact that every game, like, even like Prem, even when the Chelsea not playing, like, us, mm. even us in the group chat, we watch quite a lot of football. Pretty much nearly every team, I look at the front three, I look at a player and be like, they got something. You start for Chelsea. Yeah, they got something. I never used to see this before. And We've seen so players much. like Marco Marin, and I wouldn't look at West Ham. <laughs> But now I'm looking at what I'm thinking. Benrahma maybe could play here. Like, no, but do, do you know what's so mad? Like, they're they're actually shopping for Trossard, yeah. And 
I don't like my cousin sent it to me in it, and then I was like, it's one of them ones where you know the managers come from this mid table side, and he's come to the top league, top team, a top team in the league, and his his best player or one of his better players at the mid table team, he's looking to replace team players that are supposed to be at a top team in inverted commas like. <laughs> how, how, like that doesn't make any sense, bro. Come on, you sh- you should be above this. But I you're not. Say the quality thing is crazy because, like Jay said, like Rubio said, Lewis Hall came on. Yeah, was playing against City and Newcastle. Number one was taking on his men better than some of our forwards. Number two was playing passes better than our forwards. Like even the like, did you notice against City, for instance, how good our build up was down the left hand side because he knew yeah, yeah. when he knew when to take on his man, when to pass it, like the positions he was taking up, like. Compare that to the right hand side where he had Ziet and RLC who like when RLC got the ball instead of trying to play it out, we were just hoofing it. Like yeah. it, it's just crazy to me. They they and played just... they played the same type of man on the right hand side. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, you know better than this. But I think you know what? Let's let's talk about like the structure as well, like in terms of the structure that this club needs like going forward. Because obviously we've we've um we've hired a few guys in it. Like, yeah to come in and, and obviously help with recruitment, help with the direction of where the team's going. And this this job, like, to be fair to Potter, this job has never been um, broken down as, like, a job that's just for Potter. Like, this is not like the old school Chelsea where a, a manager comes in and it's on him to get the job done. Like, normally I'd be like, yeah, if the manager don't do this and do that, then boom, like, nothing's going to happen. But this is so, so different. Like, this, this whole thing that's about to happen with Chelsea, it depends on... The owner. It depends on so Graham Potter. It depends on um, Shields, who's just been who's been hired from Southampton. It depends on. Is it official? They're yeah, all he's been here. The only one we're waiting for now is the Leipzig one. Mm, but they're all on gardening leave, though. That's the thing. So, like, basically, they have to, you know, still work a certain period, or they're out of their job for a certain period before they can actually start for Chelsea. Yeah. So, so with Chelsea at the moment, what 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 a lot of um, fans need to also understand is that. A lot of this structure and a lot of the stuff that you're going to see from this team in terms of what, what like, what's good is not going to... It's not even... The ball isn't even rolling yet yeah. like that because these people yeah. are not working together yet. Like, all that Potter's got at the moment is his um, his um one of his assistants for recruitment, for recruitment which is Carl McCoy. Yeah, from Brighton. Yeah, and, and, and that's it. Like, in terms of his coaching staff and he's got that guy that, that help him recruit the players that he feels are best for. Graham Potter and his team and how they play. So, and even then in January, you know, it's a bit too soon because you, you, you're not just going to dive in in January. Like, I'm not saying we shouldn't buy players, but I'm saying don't don't, don't expect January to be like perfect because yeah. even then, Carl McCauley would have wanted more, longer than a season to, to have a look, really have a look at these players, see who can actually be here long term yeah. and then replace the guys that are going to like be sold or whatever. To uh, to be, like be replaced by guys that can actually do the job, and we're not talking about guys that need time. We're not talking about guys that you know we, we're willing to wait for one two seasons. That's why yeah. they're good at their job because they get players that come in and straight away they adapt to like the and play. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? And they're compatible players as well. That's the biggest thing for me. Like you can't just buy a man and expect him just to flourish. Like yes, I agree the quality of the attacks we have aren't particularly the greatest, but none of them complement each other. Like Rubio, we're speaking like. All of them want to be fed, but they don't want to feed anyone. So, like, yeah. you've just got bare poachers and no one feed them unless Reese James is playing. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, when, a, you know, like, all the all the best 
front lines that you could ever think of. When a certain someone picks up the ball, you know, this person's going to do this, this person's going to do that. Then, man, they don't know. That's why they, they fluff 3v2s. They don't, like, everything is just so poorly done. Mm. And then, yeah, it's just like... Yeah, like, it's been, a, least... it's been a problem since even when Lukaku got signed. Like, yeah. people just expected my man to eat, but he was eating because he's actually a quality striker. Yeah. He was eating off scraps, isn't it? But when those scraps on there no more and the pot was dry, no seasoning, nothing, no food to eat, then people start seeing, oh, now Lukaku is the issue. It was one of the issues, don't get it twisted. Yeah. But yeah. the creativity, uh, their creativity input that we, we need to look at and think, yeah, this needs to be addressed, wasn't addressed. This season came again. I know Cho needed a loan or whatever, but he's you also the other creative player that we had. Yeah. He got dashed out. So now we have no crea- creative output at all in the squad. The only one that's in smoke Shisha and he ain't trying to play anymore. He does not want oh. to play one this is what I'm trying to... The, one, the other one's Love Island. Like, it's fun. But this is what I'm okay. trying to say, like, about about um even the, the... Obviously, moving forward with this team, it's like, people laugh at, like... Obviously, I don't expect links with players like Trossard and things like that. I don't think that's how we're going to be moving forward. But at the same time, it's like, this guy wants to build a team of, of players that he can also trust, the players that he can know play his way. People might laugh at some of the players that come yeah. from Brighton or whatever, but the, the funny thing is when Brighton signs some of these players, it's the big teams that are after them shortly Straight after. Straight after. Like, yeah. like, like, like Casado, already. Like Casado, for example, man, they are saying, oh, you know, why are we going Brighton to get a player? Bruv, that midfielder starts in. is good, bro. Yeah. Him and McAllister are good. Say. Get him so, in, he starts instantly. Like, yeah, look, that's like saying, oh. Moving for Bissouma all these years as well. That's like saying, oh, why, why are we moving for Chiromani? Like, Chiromani, as soon as he, if he came, he would have been plugged in straight away and got to work. And this is why we need those guys to, to like, obviously get the ball rolling and start doing their job because it's not just about even just signings and transfers, like, and, and big names or whatever. It's about, yeah, it's about, um, it's about who's perfect for the roles, who's yeah. perfect for the team, but it's also yeah. about, like, looking forward so that you know that when you're, when you're building this squad, even for the future, it's a smooth transition. Like it's none of this, bro. Like I was tweeting. I, I, I don't know how many of you see my tweets about like obviously Chelsea, yeah, their, yeah, recent, yeah. their recent history. But Chelsea's history of the way they do things, yeah. Chelsea's history of like the way they do things, yeah, is so random. Like I was gonna, I was gonna do a mad thread today about 2012, in it about how we won the Champions League in 2012. We managed to get one of the biggest talents in the world to sign for us based off that win a win that we we that some will say we're lucky to even get against Bayern because obviously they dominated the game heavily but mm-hmm. like we won in Munich obviously um, we win the Champions League Hazard comes to us Hazard comes to us at a time where we have one matter Oscar, Oscar and Oscar and comes KD, as well yeah and, and KDB yeah all 21 and 20 yeah that's the ages of these guys now any club with any kind of structure, with any kind of ambition to dominate for years, would have made sure that that crop of players would have come up in that team in a way where, even if they don't win a trophy that same season or the next season, when you build that team and they get to the point you want them to get to, they dominate the league. Yeah. They dominate the league. Like, hands down, dominate the league. You have, if you have, and I'm, I'm not saying it's all, like, um, it's all going to go like perfectly at Chelsea, like if they do that. But what I'm trying to say is, you that's what that's what your aim should have been. 
you understand? That's what you're structured. There should have been a structure in place to say, listen, now we've done this, cool, we have to move forward with this. Don't go and get Mourinho back. Like, see, people will say, oh, you're complaining about Mourinho now, but he won us a league. That's exactly my point. I don't care about the league, bro. I care about getting a manager in that would have taken that team forward because having KDB at this club playing the way he's playing now for City would have been way more valuable than winning that one league. Yeah. Do you understand? So like, just put on, me, that, like could have, that could have got us three more. And that's exactly just long-term thinking. That's what Chelsea fans these days are not deep in it. Like, so when they're talking about Potter, Rubio, yeah, sorry to cut you, but when they're talking about yeah, Potter and why we why we need to wait, my thing is cool we might have a bad season this season and cool next season we might just about get into top four but play better. But if he's building something that is full of 20, 21-year-olds... Bro, I watched Colwell yesterday against Villa or the day before against Villa. Bro, the guy was easily... <laughs> People were telling me Colwell couldn't start for this team, bro. Colwell looks head and shoulders above most of our defenders, bro. Damn. He's only played two games. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not always about names, bro. Like, you need to. We need to stop doing this thing where we, where we get too attract too attracted to names, and we 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 need to have a mix. We need to have a balance in terms of a squad. We need we need to make the most of our assets, which is our academy, and then also the fact that we have money to go and buy players. But don't just go and buy anyone for the sake of it. Don't buy a Lukaku just for the sake of it. Do you know what I'm saying? You you can you can do better than that as a club as a club like Chelsea. You should be doing way better than that. We should not have. We shouldn't have had a shit recruitment system in the first place. Yeah, the fact Never. that we've had um, what, was, what was the guy? What's the guy's name? Oh, we've had that guy for years. We had nothing, <laughs> nothing. Like, our recruitment was shocking. And like, it's a fact that we buy so big, and then we were somewhat lucky that we had Marina, so the resale value was somewhat okay. But the ones that we bought for how long? Like I haven't seen bought it for seventy m's. We ain't gonna see that money back. And like, Rubio, the mad- and the maddest thing is, sorry, okay, yeah, the maddest thing is, people always say, yeah, like, oh, look at Chelsea squad, it's so good, like, um, like say they they ain't watched Chelsea go and buy five players before and three of them be shit, like, bro, like we we <laughs> we're not good, bro, like we're not good in the it. transfer market. So when you're saying this to me, you're saying, oh, Chelsea squad is good enough to do this and it's good enough to do that. Yeah, the squad, the squad is not shit. Let's let's not like let's not get it like twisted. The squad is not shit. But at the same time, we are known for spending big money on players that don't do well here, bro. Like we've we've been doing that. We that we and, and the only difference is this time we've done it with Havertz, we've done it with Werner, and then we've done it like we didn't spend big money on Ziyech, but we've done it with Ziyech. But what we've done is we haven't bothered going out there and looking at players that might be better. What what stopped you from going for an Elise, for example, before you even got to Palace? Do you understand? Like people will say, oh, but he wasn't proven. Yeah, cool, whatever. But that your your crazy. job, your job as a scout or your job as like a, um, someone in recruitment, you're meant to spot these guys before going to a proven ZH or something. Do you understand? If if what you're building is with people <laughs> like Mount and James and these guys, surely then you go and and kind of surround them with 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 other top top young talents. And that's why I like what Todd Bowley's doing because he's trying to he's trying to go in that direction. That's why he's going for Endrick. I just saw a, a, an article today saying that we're going for the young Dortmund. Strike. Yeah, the Endrick, yeah. No, and Makoko. Um, Makoko. Oh, Makoko, Makoko as, well. as well. He's out of contract. See what I'm saying? So, so when you look at what he's trying to build, he's literally trying to build like a superstar team full of like 20-year-olds and 21-year-olds that can all grow together 
play together and become a team together. None yeah. of this like spending 200 mil one season and then 200 mil the next season and it's a completely different batch of players. You can look at Real Madrid now, how they bought, like, I was telling my boy once about it, like, we were saying at the time they got with Vinicius Jr., Fanny Valverde, um, Courtois, I can't remember the other guys, but they allowed... Rodrigo as well, yeah. Yeah, Rodrigo. They allowed to, um, they bought them for the high price at the time, but they allowed them to grow together. Like, look how good they are now. Like, look how young that midfield would be. Yeah. Look how young that midfield would be. When them, when them and them are gone, Modric and Cruz, Got Camavinga, too many. Too many, Camavinga and Valverde, yeah. They'll and all maybe be Bellingham. under 25. They'll all be under 25 and they will be three of the best mid, best midfielders in the world already. They man have sorted out already. How did they sort out their midfield situation before us? <laughs> How? It's How mad. did they do that, bro? It's crazy. It's crazy. They're like, this is what I'm trying to say. And, and the thing is, they acted quick as well. Whereas with us now, we saw too many... You know, we saw Bruno G before many... Right, I was going to mention him. Every time I see Bruno G play for Newcastle, I get mad. So I'm just like... Yeah. We were so Bruno, G, Bruno G was uh, Bruno G was at Flamengo, even. Yes, we were linked to And then we let him go to Lyon. <laughs> yeah, we let him go to Lyon. Because I remember that year, the teams that were um, linked, it was us, Liverpool and Benfica. Mm-hmm. And then he went Lyon. And then after, even when I was at Lyon, like, when we just got a ball, we didn't even look at him. <laughs> what was the hesitation for? This is, this we is do that a lot. We don't know too many. It's bad, Jaren. It, we do that I a lot. That's the, the as much as Chelsea are pissing me off, and not, as much as like this process is hurting, that's the mm. same. That's the saving grace in that. Like we do seem to be looking at some of these gems. Like that Russian, I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he looks. Oh, Karim, yeah. he looks like yeah. a star. He looks good. Like just from the comps I've seen, like yeah. Ender is good as well. Like Shao Roman, man. That um Castiedo guy, <laughs> the guy in the youth academy, that Italian guy, he he looks like he's playing well as well. And Hutchinson, so there is saving grace, but I just don't know how bad I can let the ship slide in it. But the thing is, I get the fear. I get the fear as well. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to be fair to the to the like, fans on the other side as well. I get the fear of dropping down to to the to the Arsenal level where you. That's, I can't do that, bro. Where you get to the, a lot of this youth, and then obviously what happens is it's, it becomes a consistent. Top four, top four, top four, top four, top four. Before then, it even drops down furthermore. But but what I would say is the only difference with Chelsea is that we've always had the pool for the best youngsters, and we've always had the academy to produce the best youngsters. And I think that's where that's the reason why Todd Bowley has kind of gone in this direction because I think he he has a different confidence in this academy, mm. and and he wants a manager that also has that confidence because Tuchel is a great manager. But I don't think I don't, I don't think he I, I wouldn't say he's the best manager to put your confidence in bringing through a good number of youth players. He might bring through a few, yeah, I'm say, yeah. But if you want an extensive amount of youth players, because remember, it's not just Cobham lot. Zakarian, if he gets bought, he he'll get bought obviously from abroad coming from Russia. But he's twenty or twenty one. Endrick's sixteen. By the time he comes to Chelsea, he might be I don't know. Yeah, he'll be eighteen. He'll be eighteen. Yeah. Do you, see, do you see what I'm saying? So just because they're top top youngsters doesn't mean that Tuchel's going to play them, yeah. because Tuchel's mindset isn't isn't to always play 17, 18 year olds. But for example, Lewis Hall starting two games for me is a bigger sign than anything else that any other manager has done because there was no reason to start Lewis Hall. Nobody, he wasn't being pressured to start Lewis Hall. Lewis Hall wasn't this guy that the, all the pundits were talking about. It's not like a James where people are talking about James's best season at Wigan and people are talking about Colwell at Huddersfield getting to the playoffs. Hall hasn't done anything like that, bro, but he's been given a chance. 
But people don't see that. All they see is, oh, you know, why is he playing through his home? Yeah. But it's a bigger picture. Yeah. Do you understand? Because it, it, it's clearly, it's, it's clear that Potter will, will go in the, direct, the direction that the owners want him to go in with the youth. And you shouldn't be scared of that. Even if he's the one agreeing to it, you shouldn't be scared of that because he's a good coach and the players that we're signing are good players or the players that we're bringing through are good players. Yeah, like, like even the when we like, people were looking at Brighton yesterday, even though they lost Brighton yesterday, like when we faced them, oh, Brighton's an amazing team. Oh my god! But then it's been a month, you know, telling this guy to fuck off. Like, what what sense does that make? I feel like there's a fa- I think what the issue with a lot of fans is even I we can all be guilty of it, even me at times. That like there's a fine line between like criticizing the manager like for what he's doing and then just saying he should fuck off. So like I know it's early days, but I know there's still things that I can criticize Porto. On oh, you can always criticize, but some football fans will just take it too far and be like, Oh, put a sack, this is that. Like, for me, the last three games have been a joke. Like, I don't like how we're playing. Like, that passes yeah. that don't ever do that again because mm-hmm. at home, <laughs> no, bro, like, that's why I used to get onto Conte. Like, if you're playing at home, do not sit back and soak up pressure because all it takes is one chance. And you sort of asked on Newcastle, fair enough, you could say we defended well if you want to, but all it took was we one didn't. We didn't. No, but I see that. And it just, it just, it's meek. It's lifeless to me. So I don't want to see that. I want us, us, I want to see us play on the front foot more at least. But I will, I'm willing to give him time because I know the squad is a mess. Like, Zakari, like that that midfield, yeah, it's a toss up half the time. So, hey, we, we we always talk about how we need a left footed right winger. Like, what is stopping him from just trying out Amari? That's what I was saying as well. On, oh, a, you know what? on a quick thing, like you yeah. can't actually the levels actually can't be worse than playing like flipping Gallagher at right wing or Ziyech. Like if you don't like Ziyech, at least put someone in that it's kind of similar but could be even better. Yeah, I, I think I think he was just unlucky we were facing City. To be fair, I think he was unlucky that we were facing City. I think if that's any other team, mm. like bottom half of the Prem or something, and then all like in a Championship. In the, in the in the first game, I think Hutchinson starts. And I think but, Julian Alvarez goal took the game away from us as well. Like yeah, so I think I think Hutchinson. I think Hutchinson. What will happen is I think the hopefully the FA Cup's a bit kinder to us with a draw. Yeah, and then and then we get like maybe a Championship team or you know normally sometimes you get like a Notts County or something, and you get to see from there because one thing I do like about Potter is that I feel like if he sees something early enough and he sees that ability. I think he rewards it very quickly. Yeah. I don't think he hesitates to do it. And that's what happened with Hall. He saw that he could hang with City. And he said, all right, cool, no problem. You, you really can play against City, you can play against Newcastle. He really impressed me against Like He had their right back on toast. I like the diagonal balls he was playing with. Like, he was like, you could tell he could, you could tell he played in midfield just with how comfortable yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a number eight. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. could tell how comfortable he was. But like, speaking of that City game as well, just to quickly touch on it, like, I know we didn't win, but would you guys say you saw any positives? Because... Even though it was City's B team, I liked how we sort of played and we did create a number of chances. Jay, do yeah. you have anything you could take from that game? I, I think we were, I think we were um, more positive in that game than other yeah. games. I think like we we tried to kind of link up a little bit. I think um, when when the spaces were there, we tried to play into them and we really tried to actually go at City. Like there's a, there's been a lot of games, even the last game under Tuchel. I think at the Bridge, I think oh, we good. hardly even we hardly even got opportunities to yeah. to go up like. And and people say B team, but like the, the midfield was still quite strong. So mm. to kind of play through that midfield, it was it was impressive at times. 
because Rodri was still there, Gunnar was still there. Do you understand? So, but but what happened was, and this is this is the thing. What happened was, we we got into positions where we could score, and again it goes back to even last season under Tuchel, bro. Like we do the same thing. We get three three glorious chances, bro, to score. Do you understand that? And fair play to Lewis Hall. Like he's probably thinking, how the hell am I here? Debut against City in front of the goal, like with an opportunity like this to score. Man, he just probably couldn't even believe what was happening. But he should have finished it. Um, and he would have known that more than anybody. But um, yeah, just, uh, he's, he's, he's a bit warm right now. Like he's, he's yeah, still like, it, So yeah, it's just it's calm. It's not even a big thing. It's just that that obviously you take those chances and the game the game goes a different way because City start to push on and then probably leave a few more gaps and and Chelsea can kind of you know. Use, use maybe a little bit of pace that they have at top with Brozier or someone to, to kind of counter but um, overall like I said eight weeks I've really just not got any kind of expectations like that I think like I said I, the, the manager bouncing like for me I think we've had that little bit with Potter and you know we're, we're complaining but my man he, he, he destroyed the group stages bro like really and truly you can say what you want about the games and 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 circumstances or, or games being kind to us with a red card or whatever, but he still he still dealt with Milan twice, bro. He still yeah. he dealt with them. He dealt with Zagreb, who who kind of made us look silly in the first game by beating us one nil. And then you know he's he's kind of played his best football against Salzburg as well. So in terms of early signs from Potter, you've seen some of it in the Champions League, which is one of the best tournaments, if not the best tournament out there, club level. And then you, 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 you've obviously seen the struggles in the league, but the struggles are the struggles that we've seen under Tuchel as well. Yeah. I understand that, some of it. So, yeah. I think it's just like lie, to, to Chelsea. Like, Low, so go on, Low-key, low I was, I was kind of gassed that we got knocked out the Carabobbins, bro. <laughs> because, no, nah, but hear me out, hear me out. No, I was happy, I didn't really care. I, I, don't, I, didn't I care. don't really care for the Carabobbins Cup in it. It's, it's a good... If the draw is favourable, it's a good chance to get the players who don't really play. Who does City get? Sorry for cutting you. Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Ah, okay, fine. <laughs> so, like... That cup is I, open, you know, for United to win. That cup is Especially open. with our, our record at Wembley. I was like, you know, I'm not even bothered with these cup competitions anymore. <laughs> like, and then when it comes to the Champions League, it's I go in with absolutely zero hope to do anything remarkable, like get to the quarterfinals, Congratulations, Nara out. Um, but like the league is where the main focus really is, and I'm not saying we're going to be as bad as Arsenal were two, three seasons ago, but it's that's the kind of trajectory, mm. the upwards trajectory anyway that put our, I think, at the peak of you know, or when everything gets together. I feel yeah. like that would be, and and I hope that he he kind of provides that. So, yeah, like this, I, I actually hope we do finish in the top four somehow this season. I, I was gonna ask that question. I, I, I after, don't think after, we after, are. No, but do you know it is? Do you know it is like after it's January, so. after January, like or let's say in March to kind of like May, and if we're still in with a shout, and if. Potter does go on some sort of run where, you know, it's it's like, what, seven months he's been in charge and then you're now starting to see 
what potable is really about. You know, them games like you just you get them and then all of a sudden, boom, they they form you know like a run of fixtures together. Yeah, they end the season yes. with like six wins and one draw out of seven games. Then you're like, okay, what's going on? Like next season, now we're excited to to go yeah. again and the players we we might get in the summer and then. I feel like the win January window will will help, especially think, midfield. Like we we need we if need we land Liao in in January, I'm not. I doubt, highly doubt, because AC Milan are still in the I'm Champions League, bro. Yeah, Rubio, 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 we know your connection here, bro. But like, <laughs> let's be let's be let's be honest, let's be honest, my boy. Like Unkunku is the best we can hope for, because yeah. I'm Leipzig out of the Champions League, right? They're not. They're playing City, bro. No, they they're playing City. Like oh, yeah, I said, City, Leipzig so. got out of the Champions League, <laughs> as yeah. I was saying. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if if we could put a bid together for him, you know, but mainly, I'd I'd say midfield, someone different in. This I saw game. Ruben need. Oh, I'm Ruben Neves. Ruben, Ruben Neves. Uh, I don't know, man. Neves. Man, even said that right. Oh, that mercy. Yeah, do you know it's them Portuguese coming to first, bro. I think in January, I think what's more what's more important in terms of like it will be good obviously if in and Kunku comes like that'll be that'll be cold. I think um even with the struggles, I, I think it will be calm to have someone like him in the in the squad at the moment. Um and it might even just lift a few of the other players as well. But I think more importantly, definitely like trying to get somebody that can just Feeling because now that we know Kante is not coming back for a while as well, and you know he's going to take time to get fit, and then you don't even you don't know if he's going to pick up another injury, and is there is a good chance that he might. So so really and truly, you should be actively looking for that mode of a player in January. Whether you, whether, yeah. you don't have to, you don't necessarily have to because you might think to yourself, oh, in summer you want to go and get the best, you know, the best version." of that player to kind of replace Kante. So I'd understand it. But at the same time, we're in a bit of a, we're in a bit of a like shit situation because we do need something in the midfield that can kind of give us stability and also just like availability as well. Like somebody that can just be there for the whole half of the season, for the majority of it, and just give us like decent performances, some stability. And then I think cover for- I'm James looking at well. back as well. But- Jay, yeah. Jay, do you think it's really a bad idea that you know they say okay we get a Kante replacement and then you know um they do a bit more scouting and then all of a sudden there's someone that is even better than the person they replace Kante with like I don't think that's a bad idea. No, that's not. No, that's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't so, think it's a completely bad idea. I think they can still go and get somebody that can do that job and then just yeah, I think a fresh face in midfield would do us the world of good someone that offers something different to what Jorginho Kante Zakario all of them man them man offer like, <laughs> what you like, said that right. as as long as as long as they are you know West Ham good quality and hey, Rubio, they, they can... you're done you're done at, are you are you are you Benfica yeah yeah he's Benfica but he's talking he loves hey. rice man he loves rice and, so you know my, Enzo you know, you know Enzo Enzo he ain't so, leaving now, so, though. He ain't leaving for now, innit? But, like... He, he'll leave, like... Not this summer coming, the one after he'll leave. I man. If, so? But if, he's going to be pricey, though. He's going to yeah. be pricey. Why, why, why would he not leave this summer? 
because the release clause mad high. About what is it? It's a hundred. Really? Yeah. So, what oh, does wow. that release clause expire? No, nah, no. Nah, we just like that's the thing outside England. Like any team, you have to set release clause, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm because so, we oh, just yeah. we just bought him in August. Okay. So the yeah. release clause ain't active. Nah, if you want to buy him, just slap it. And then if you yeah, want to come, you come. What's the point of waiting then? Just fucking purchase, bro. Bro, we've got too many positions, so we actually have to be like prudent with Because I, I don't see us spending 100 on a Matilda. I can't lie. Bro, well, they want to... Like, even the links of Jude Bellingham, I don't see it. <laughs> Wait, that um, but the thing is, some of these... Some some of these come profiles hey, what do you think about Rice? Go on, Bassett, then. I want to ask about Rice. Go on, Bassett. Some of these profiles and players, they're... If 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 it's gonna cost you a hundred million, but it's the perfect guy, then I think you pay it. But if it's not the perfect guy, then obviously you don't pay. I've got a big so, talk on Enzo, but uh, like I'll let him do the talking, innit? But he's going to the very top. I'll tell, I'll say that right now. I think from what I've seen, top. from what I've seen so far, like the the little I've seen from him so far, I I genuinely do believe that, and yeah, like it, there ain't no harm in it. Both him and Florentino were dominating games against PSG. Like, it's mad. I, I I haven't watched him a lot, but but from what I've seen in terms of some of the metrics and um, the, a couple cameos that I've seen, that like, I feel like um not cameos, but a couple clips that I've seen of him. I think um obviously the fact that he's um like he's 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 still got so iron young. stuff though. He's very young. I think he's like 21, 22, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. like, is it? I think for me, it's it's more the whole thing on the ball and the passing and that. Like, I know he's got tenacity and that, and he's, he doesn't mind the t- challenge and that. But the but the passes and that, some of the passes that I'm seeing him do, I'm not going to lie, like, we could do with that. And, and that's no slight on Jorginho, because I think a lot of people get muddled up in terms of what Jorginho's job actually is, compared to, like, someone like an Enzo who... Bro, I swear that, like, it's... With Jorginho, yeah, his role has always and forever has been like just to pick it up from the centre back and kind of just do the simple job from there, passing wise. His job Someone, has never been mad. His job yeah. has never been mad complicated. Like it's never ever been that. And I think when it like obviously when he came here, we wanted a lot more of that because we'd seen obviously Sesk and, and yeah. you know what he's done with the ball. Can do it as well at times. He, yeah. So like I think obviously he's been like a bit of a victim in terms of what we've had before him. And he's completely different. So, like, um, in terms of the At passing least, and what, yeah. what we need in the middle, I think that's why a lot of people are kind of excited, even about the young being linked. And obviously, nobody really thought, I don't think anybody really thought he was going to come, but even with the young, like, some of the passes sure that he, he makes, <laughs> like, some of the passes yeah. that he makes are just different gravy, bro. So it's like, if Enzo is one of them guys, uh, I wouldn't be mad at, at trying to Yo, get What's your views, what's your views on, on, on Mr. Bajmati, innit? Ah, <laughs> uh, rice. I love um, him. I'll be honest. I know I don't dislike rice. I'm, I'm. I was actually like cool with with him being linked to Chelsea, but but my thing is, my my thing is, yeah. We we talk about the limitations, obviously, that Jorginho gives us that like, off the ball, and you know that's his part of his limitations. Every player has limitations, like to some degree, in it with Declan Rice. I think he's improved on the ball a little bit this season as well. I think he just gets better as a player, to be honest with you. But the style of play that you want from your DM in a possession-based team and in, and in a team that I've seen, like what Potter's team looks like in the finished article, 
I'm not sure if he's the perfect player for that. But at the same time, you just have to get that right in terms of, again, it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, the makeup of our team. We need the guys to get this right. If you're going to buy him, buy him, cool. But you need to get that midfield right. You can't be yeah. buying him and then, you know... Not addressing somebody, the rest of it. Yeah, putting, having somebody next him, to him that's not doing anything. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. Like, cool, go for Rice, isn't it? But yeah. I feel like he, he's kind of been forced to learn how to use the ball because if you're playing next to Suchek, that guy, he's a second striker playing as a... As a pivot, like yeah. that man, yeah, he vacates midfield like I've like nobody has ever vacated midfield before. So he's, <laughs> More he's like Kalini back in the day, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen I've seen West Ham play, yeah, and the ball is still in first phase. Suchek is higher than Antonio or next to him, like yeah. So Rice has kind of been forced to learn how to do that, innit? But, I think as well, like with Rice, he's. he's you know, sometimes when you're playing ball and you play with certain players, you, you're forced to kind of come out of old habits, like on the ball, off the ball, because yeah. they're playing a certain way. Like you can't be playing with someone like Paqueta and and then be like be shit on the ball. Yeah. you're not shit yeah. on the ball because Declan's not shit on the ball. But like you can't, you have to push yourself to kind of play out of your comfort zone and yeah. you know mm-hmm. pop and, it about a bit and showing what you're about. But yeah, like. Like I was saying before, if you're gonna go get rice, make sure you get someone next to him that yeah. they will complement each other well. That's why on and off the ball, two. it needs to be two. And I, I think maybe three midfielders, because and the thing is, yeah. we I want we need a midfielder. We we actually lack a midfielder that can do everything. Or, mm. or majority in like first phase, he is at a high level. You know. Um, in the second phase, in the final third, he can produce something. Someone like Grindelwald as well. Like we lack someone like that. Where like he can play in the first phase, get the ball to centre backs, good in tight spaces, and even like you said, final third, he can still do a bit of something. And um, please, Chelsea like, football Robert club, Pitch. Chelsea football club, please just give me someone who can shoot from midfield. Yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> yeah, and and like I was saying, in the final third, can produce something. He's got a shot on him. He's a threat in right, front of boxing. goal. He can make the yeah, right right can do that. The biggest thing, you know what the biggest thing for us at the moment as well is like it's so crazy because like you look in so many positions and you can always just pick out one person and be like, yeah, get him out and get this person in. It's like with um right wing back even, you know, like with James. Um luckily like James is versatile. So sometimes when he does play like at even right centre back, he still plays well class, which is which is bonkers, like beyond belief, because like you just shouldn't be that good, bro. Like at this level, at his, at his age, yeah. the way he's so good in like right back, right centre back, right wing back is 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 his, so so crazy. His skill but set is very very unique. It's bonkers, and the thing is, well, who's this? Reese. Oh yeah, and I think and I think due to the fact that he has like had this kind of trajectory and he is so good at the moment, we we a hundred percent have to have somebody at some sort of decent level to replace him because. The, like the better he gets, the worse it's gonna be when he's out for a few games. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you can't like it's like with Kante. That's why we're suffering so much because Kante is so good when he plays, or like you know, in the past when he's played for us, he's been so good that when you lose him, if you don't have a, a decent replacement for him, you're always going to suffer, bro. And James and Kante at the moment are two players that we just we don't have any answer for when, when they're out of the squad. So 
we we need, I think we need to focus on those two positions in January. Preferably get somebody who's kind of different to James, maybe a bit more direct, a bit more um was, dynamic. That was going to be my, my next question. Yeah. yeah. Whether you'd want someone who is in the similar mould or you'd go for a replacement that gives you something different. But it's still, but it's still a very good level. I was gonna like I I listened to the pod you guys were doing last week, and I sort of agree with the latter, where like just give you something different, like someone that's maybe a bit more direct. Because mm. I feel like James is so well versatile, like he's good defensively, good offense, good defensively, good offensively. That like, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be hard to find someone that's on that level. So I feel like if we just got someone like that's more attacking, I can sort of firm. I can be more happy with that because. The way our attack, the way the right hand side just collapses when he's not there is nasty. Like he can't yeah. find himself. So it, yeah, it don't help that we don't have a right. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't help. So I would rather someone who could do that up and down. So I don't know. I don't know about Dumfries. I I like that guy from Denmark, that Joachim Miner. I think he was good at when I saw him for Atalanta for the Euros. But just someone in that mode that's just direct that can at least hold down a flank by themselves because they ain't gonna get help from the right winger. So we just need that. No, that's the that's the thing as well, and I think that the most important thing, even in like the front, the front three and the wing backs, is that we need to have at least two guys across that five. So if you were playing a three, and you had your two wing backs, and then you had your three guys up top, yeah, our attackers in that team are two wing backs and the three guys up top. I don't mind if Nkunku is one of them three, um, and then you've got another guy who's probably like a Zakarian where he, he just kind of drops in and he picks up the ball and he plays passes, but. We need to have two thirty guys that mm. scare people when they get on me, the ball. Me, Kunku and Liao for me. Those, <laughs> those <laughs> guys love Liao. The though. thing right, is, least... I don't. Things I don't know what we'll do with Sterling though. No, but yeah, the but thing this is, is what I'm, this is what I'm sorry, Bessie. Sorry, I was just gonna say like this is the thing about Sterling though as well. Like I feel <laughs> for him because now nah, I feel for him because the structure again. It's the whole thing about the structure. Like this, it, you know, going for Liao but already having Sterling. That that screams no structure. Do you understand? Yeah, but the thing is, is uh, he he's fallen victim to a change in ownership. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't mean that in any racist connotation whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh but my god! That's that's, that's the reality. Oh my god, Maxi. <laughs> that is the reality of it. But no, but you know what? The, the maddest thing is, it's, it's true though. Sterling with Sterling, yeah. I don't even think he's a bad player as well. That's the maddest thing. I think he's. Like under Tuchel, I think he was alright. <laughs> he's actually good under Tuchel. I, I like him. I just, I feel, yeah. But Potter, Potter isn't. I don't think Potter is maximizing Sterling. Hey, that, that yeah, I, I agree with that. He's trying to make Sterling do things that he hasn't done for five or six years. Like, come on, man, you're smarter than this. You've seen what his best abilities are, and I said it last week, and I said it the week before that. Plenty box poaching, bruv. That is that's his bread and butter now. So, yeah. and the fact that get, he's making him play wing backs, mad. Yeah, it? like you know that getting him into those positions where he's the ball is coming from um to the back post and he's running at it, like you know that that's what he's gonna do. Or you know he's a final he's a final action type of player, like give him the ball on the edge of the box, let him make something happen. But if you're telling him to do up, you know, sixty sixty yards of running plus sticking to the byline like my guy that's that's not how it's gonna work but at least at least when it comes to Liao and and Sterling they're 
similar, but they kind of offer different things. Whereas, you know, Liao can be a number nine. Is it? But I just I just yeah. think with Liao, I just think with Liao it's a thing where if he sees two men in front of him, he's gonna bun them either way. Like he's gonna try. Yeah. Do you understand? I'm sure against Chelsea, bro. Like he looked at James and he, he was smiling while doing it. He looked at James and he looked at I Sterling. Him, I love him. When when he was at the bridge, I think he looked at he just he literally stood up, looked at Sterling, and he said safe. And then he said and he looked at James. <laughs> he looked at James and he said, "You're on stuff, but I'm on stuff too." You understand that? Like, and, and it's confidence. I need so. them guys. They're the guys I need because right. because um players like when I've watched players like. Even back in the day when when we had like our elite wingers that like when we had Duff and Robin and the man there, the reason why we were so good is because as soon as you gave Robin the ball, he didn't care, bro. Like I don't care who you are. I'm twenty. <laughs> you years knew old, what his his I'm... move was as well, like. Bro, but he would just he would just go at you, bro. Like when you have wingers like that, yeah. Sometimes they don't even need end products, but like they they just yeah. cause chaos in it. Like ASM at Newcastle, for example, yeah. Like a lot of people say. He don't have end products, but the problem with the, the problem with facing someone like him is that he's gonna bun you nine times out of ten. Do you understand? Like that's and a problem. Yeah, you never like. Maybe he might he might bun you, and then the the cross is dead. But seven out of ten times he buns yeah. you, the cross is dead. But the three out of ten times he produces something crazy. And, and I think like, it, you wow. know what, you know what it is as well. It's the mood that he puts the te- like. It's not the mood, sorry, the mentality and the like, the mindset that he puts the other team in or these wingers. What they do is they create a mindset in terms of like the opposition. They they're like, we can't like we can't keep pushing up like this or we can't leave these gaps because this guy is gonna hundred percent punish us. Do you understand? Like we don't have them guys. So when they play against Chelsea now, they push up and they don't care because they know Havertz. They know they can get back for Havertz. They know they can get back for a, for a Pulisic or a or a um, or a Mount or whoever it is. Do you understand? They know they can get back for them guys because those guys are not friendly. Easy like to that. defend against. Very easy. Too to easy, bro. Too easy. They they, they ain't got that one v one ability. Like, I've been crying for that for years, man. Since especially since Hazard's gone, that like, it's it's been bad. But guys, no dog. I was gonna say before we wrap up, They're just puppies, bro. Yeah. Do you not think we'll make top four? <laughs> Because also, I need to remind people as well, like, because of the way the Champions League is changing, um, fifth place can get into the Champions League based on UEFA coefficient. What, next year? Yeah, it changes next year. So it's 36 teams. So France gets another France gets another space and two of the, like, two of the, um, two of the spaces go to teams that have done well in the Champions League but haven't qualified. Because it's based on what happened with Ajax where, like, they made the semi-finals but they had to go through, like, three rounds of qualifying qualifying. rounds yeah Yeah. so if Chelsea were to make fifth they could potentially make Champions League could but do you guys think I'm sure we can get fifth but fourth I don't know I still think that I still think that Liverpool will finish above us yeah they're already above us though mate oh (laughs) (laughs) when when you look above us I don't look at the table anymore we're level on points with Brighton and whether you like it or not, it's inevitable that they're gonna hit. A, they're gonna hit a wall. Like that's the. They're they're not built for this. The the blood pressure is too high up here for them. And I think Newcastle. This is the first time they're tasting this sort of air pressure. So they. I feel like they will dip. But Brighton are seventh, and Newcastle are third, and the teams still ahead of us are Liverpool, Man United, Spurs, and then City and Arsenal, who are the title challengers. 
So, at best, the maximum we can hope for is fourth. But realistically, we're looking at Europa League next season. If that's the thing I'm thinking, though, if it's Europa League, it's either be Europa League or come out. Europa League, bro. I don't want. I I wouldn't even mind Europa League like that, but I don't want the green version. No, we won't get the green <laughs> green versions for the green versions for eighth place or seventh place. If we get that, we're done up. Oh my god! We'll finish. We'll, it's looking projected like a sixth place. Finish. Big boy, big boy Chelsea going to play Albania. Nah, nah, nah. I can't be having that. Uh, listen, nah, I think I think um I think fifth or sixth is somewhere where we can easily finish. I think we can get fourth, but what it will take to get fourth is for these players a to come serious. Back. Serious winning streak. We need January for it to if a yeah. good window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, a good a good window, and I think um, the players coming back with no World Cup on their mind, not trying to save themselves for no like tournament or whatever. Because I do think that's been a thing as well with these players. Like half of them are already thinking about the World Cup. So yeah, that's why that's why even Newcastle like I didn't see no Sterling on the bench. Thiago Silva, Thiago Silva played, but he shouldn't have. Uh, who else? I know Batman is gonna gonna go World Cup, but I don't know where he was either. Like, did Messi and Neymar leave the PSG game early so they yeah. could take a fly? Yeah, like, that's that. Yeah, I don't. I feel like Potter had that in mind when he was picking some of the the players. But you know, he said already that Mount is gonna play, so Mount will play. He's lucky. I think, I think that's that's all it is. I think it's just a thing of like when these players come back. They've just got to be like they got they got no excuses after that in terms of they've had their World Cup whatever it is like I'm not gonna accuse players of of putting it before the league or anything I don't think that's the case but but yeah I just think they'll come back like a lot of them will have their break um, and then yeah like just Paul get going also, from there. Paul also needs to find the USP because 17 goals in 14 games and 17 goals conceded also is. It's shocking. Yeah, and we haven't so, scored. We haven't scored in three games. No, we've we've scored three goals in the past five games or six games. Before I before I, before I end this year, I was told a certain man couldn't coach the attack. That's now bullshit. That statement is now no 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 and manager here will come I've and told, like, I've said, Pep Pep cannot save this shit, bro. Pep, I, I was so angry with that comment. Shit. Like it, it pissed me off because like they called man XG man. Like bro, he had the profiles to create XG. You can't you can't create XG with this nonsense, bro. Creating <laughs> minus XG with these lot, man. But <laughs> thanks, guys, it's been a good pod. Jay, I appreciate you coming on. Very <laughs> no worries. Mad insightful, different opinion. Like yeah. No worries, no, I, I agree. Uh, most times, even on Twitter, I see like the way fans are moving. Like, I fully agree yeah. with what he says. Like, yeah. I'm made for the long run, man. We just gotta stick nah, together right. and firm it. Yeah, it's Appreciate a long road. Phrase, man. So, I even said that last week. It's a long road till, till we get good. Like, hey, bro, back in 2025. A bit. <laughs> how long have we been yeah, saying 2025? Dumb times never last. For, for a couple of years now, bro. I'll be 27 then. So, tough times never last. The tough people in this squad that will last is nobody. <laughs> apart from Reece James. Apart from Reece James. Reece nobody, Reece. Nobody's, nobody's survived.
Like, I'm not going to do it. 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 I'm not going to do